He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about, uh, things? I know guys on crack that makes more sense than you. Finally, some honesty. I hope I did that music right. Could be too loud, could be a little bit too harsh or whatnot, but oh, let's check this out. Mmm, good stuff, good stuff. You may recognize that doesn't sound too much like white bad audio, and you're correct! Because that, and I can't fade this down nicely. Oh, maybe I will. In the edit, why should I tell you that? I don't know! But anywho, that was not white bad audio, but we haven't left them. Trust me, we they'll be on later on in the show. That is actually aimed to head official. Yes, I found somebody else who's out there making sure we got good tunes to enjoy everything with. So I'm not alone, though. Welcome to the Disorderly Show. I'm not alone, as I just said, because I got Sage back. Hello, Sage. Hello, face. Why do you... Okay, talk louder. Like, you were good at sound check, and now you're, you're not close at all. When I turn to look at you, I'm no longer facing directly into the light. Just listen to me. You don't have to look at me it's to hear me. It, what do you mean it's weird? I don't know. It's not you're, weird. You're in the room. It's just weird not to look at you when I'm talking. <laughs> okay. Well, um, get used to it. I'm face for radio. That should be a thing. You're not supposed to see my face. My face was made for this, to just hear the voice. Kind of like, oh, what the hell was his name? Stephen Hawking. The dude was insanely, <laughs> now I'm saying I'm, I'm, I look as Stephen Hawking. Let me, get to my, let me get to my painting here. Let me finish it. Is fate will give you, in your build a character, will give you so much. And he Over was, there. and he yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was going with more of a gamer creation character thing, but hey, you want to have everyone think of Stephen, the Stephen Hawking Build-A-Bear. That would be, what do you do there? Do you get to pick out different wheelchairs or different wives? I don't know. Dude. Oh, you didn't know? The accessories? No, the dude. Well, or what are you saying? Uh, a woman's an accessory? Is that what you're saying? In Build-A-Bear, I... <laughs> That's what I was referring to. No, the dude, the dude is insanely smart and could still pull, yeah, you know, like women still wanted to be with him or whatnot, which is great. Hey, if you're going to be in that condition, you know, you would, you would hope you'd still get that interaction from the things. No, not the what? things, the people that you're attracted to. Anywho, what I was getting at is fate when it goes to do your build a bear will, it won't give you everything. And you'll get in, you'll be really smart in this area, but you'll be really dumb on this area. So they gave him high intelligence, low mobility. And so that's kind of like, I have no idea what, what was my point with all this? Oh, the face, the face. So I have, that's where it was. Just keep talking. I'll figure it out. I have a good voice. I understand this, but when you look at me, it's kind of like, yeah, um, could we not? So. Welcome to the Disorderly Show. I'm Face for Radio, joined by Sage, and I've been told, I've been asked, I've been 
nudged to give a little disclaimer of what the show is before just jumping right into everything. So this show is aptly named because I go off on anything and everything that's happened over the course of the week. This could be sports, this could be uh, military news, which is something new, Sage, that's uh, something that we're introducing here. Also, uh, world events, and actually just happened, Nepal had a massive earthquake. That just happened. So, if you're listening to this, probably on Monday, or whenever I upload it over the weekend, yeah, there's going to be new uh, new updates regarding that. What the hell was that? I dropped something. <laughs> Do you need to pick it up? <laughs> no, I think it's good. <laughs> so basically, that's a bad transition. That's, <laughs> that's a bad... <laughs> quite a bad transition. So a little bit of news, a little bit of sports. Uh, definitely a lot of fun and opinions, and to hope you enjoy it. But yes, you, was I not getting there? Like you're no, seriously? No, you're are you? Yes, that's the. <laughs> that's that. That's what you brought me on was to focus you. <sighs> not on every little thing, like. What I brought you on for was to give me clarity on some of my points of view. Unclear. <laughs> on my points of view, and to just assist with that. Find like when I ask where was I to help with that, not to be hey well, move you the show you along. Lose me, so I tried to direct you back to where I thought you were, but that doesn't always mean that's where you were in your head. But it does help. It's a reference point. The show's this the disorderly show. This is not orderly. This is not so I go all of all over the place and this might be the last show with Sage. You keep doing that. Breaking things down better for you. <laughs> no, making it seem like I was I knew where I was going. But you in your I need to have my shit now mindset couldn't be a little bit more patient and just let me get there. I dropped my show, uh, my show. I dropped my item, and you started talking to me, so I directed it back to the show. I just made it a smaller clip of oh. what you were describing. I feel like an ass now. And you should. Well, good. We <laughs> both. <laughs> if that wasn't the last of me, this definitely will be. <laughs> nice knowing you folks. Ah, <laughs> uh, there. That was the last show. Sage is up. No, I'm kidding. That was a good point. And that's that's also why you're here is to help out with that to be able to go hey hmm check that rewind that let's let's go back to it so without any further ado what has happened over the week so to satiate no that's not the right word to get her feet wet oh that was another thing I've been told slow it the fuck down it sounds like you did a line of coke before you jumped into the show. And you're just going a mile a minute. Well, no, that ain't well, my. We just have a lot to cover, so. We do have a lot to cover, but also I'm excited about this. I enjoy this because when you have conversation, not only are you learning new things, but you're able to learn new things. Mm, I did an Eminem line there. So you learn new things when you learn new things. Well, because if you don't discuss these topics. Or these, if you don't know about the things that have happened in the last week, how are you supposed to learn about things that will be happening in the future? So when you learn about what happened this week, you'll learn about new things. Got it. It made sense to me. And, <laughs> and that I might be. I got it. 
No, that was a uh, that was a pat on the head. No, okay, understood. I have no idea what you're telling me. Yeah. Mm. So, to start off with, we like to do some sports. The reason is I enjoy sports. I think they're one of the last real examples, even though it's starting to get a little bit, uh, what the fuck? Now here's my shit going off. Who the fuck? Okay. Uh, I was a dumbass. Why did I not set this to not tell me anything? Not now. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Let's... Hey, everybody. If you're listening to the show, please mute your phone right now. <laughs> um... Sports is one of those last areas where you'll be a- you're able to see an example, a consistent example of a human overcoming odds, where everybody understands to some degree what the rules are and what they have to do to achieve their goal, and what obstacles they have in their way. That's why I like sports. I enjoy being able to see that competition, and most notably, humans persevering now when we see because there is money involved and a (laughs) money um there are it's some of these sports now especially with the prevalency of how betting is going to be over the that's becoming more and more of a accepted thing that I don't know. Some of these games are just going to be all, mm, were they, did I actually see the best out of those players or did I see them reduce it to the point spread so that they could win more money? Because even these players who are making millions of dollars, well, let me correct that. Depends on the sport and depends on the level of talent. Because if you're a name star, you're the one in the papers, you're the one who has a bunch of commas within your contract. But if you're a filler seat, yeah, you got one, maybe two commas, which for us are going, we're sitting there going, hell, hell yeah, that's what I want. I want two commas of my goddamn check. For them, when you're a million-dollar player, whoop, hit the mic, when you're a million-dollar player and you are not being able to play because somebody's making $40 million, yeah, there's there's a discrepancy there. And then when that 40 million player goes, "Hey, you owe us dinner tonight." You're like, "Fuck you." <laughs> you you just made what I make in a year in a fucking game. So fuck you. But I still there's still that that essence within sport to where the competition brings out just awesome Experiences like A.J. Brown over the NFL with the Eagles, who recently set an NFL record for the most consecutive games with 125 receiving yards or more, surpassing Megatron. Yes, I didn't know if you knew this, Sage, but the Autobots and the Decepticons are in the (laughs) NFL. It was a... Learn something new every day, I guess. I don't know why... They gave him that nickname because Megatron turns into a gun. And he was a big receiver who was able to contort his body in a way like, how the fuck does he catch these things? Especially 
on a, you can make the argument, was a bad team. It was like a, the Barry Sanders of our era. Maybe that's why it's just he transformed. Right, but there's better Transformers than Megatron. It just probably sounded cooler at the time. Yeah, somebody wrote it and like, hey, let's run with this. And like, you guys just do not know the Transformers. And at the time, I think think they were in when he was playing. It was somebody's kid that was watching (laughs) Transformers. And they're like, yeah, that's a cool name. Let's go with it. Yeah, instead of, that's not an Optimus Prime. That's not a Starscream. That's a Megatron. (gasps) Oh, cool. But you're like, Megatron turns into a gun. That is, that's, that, where's the equivalent here? Anywho, so congrats to him. That was awesome. Um, Moving over into the NCAA, if you haven't heard, Bobby Knight died at 83. I don't like saying passed away. Again, I'm not a fan of the softening of the language. It's just not... It's not something I, because when you soften the language, it seems it doesn't. It I feel it takes away from the event or the thing that occurred. Uh, death is one of those things that I don't mind softening, just because. I'll, okay, I'll say my condolences, but I'm not going to say I feel sorry because I didn't have anything to do with the death that they can prove. <laughs> It's not like you're admitting guilt when you say you're sorry. It's just a different way of saying my empathy. What's the definition of I'm sorry? A lot of things. See, I don't like that. I like saying exactly what I mean, so I'll say my condolences. It's it's like a thesaurus. Are we just talking about this? Don't bring up stuff we were talking about off air because then the listener is going to be like, I want to be included. Maybe that, oh, hey, I got an idea for the Patreon I'll eventually put up where they could hear the off air discussion. Would even be, would people want to pay for that? The bloopers? I don't know. Maybe. No, no, I'm not going to go through this fucking thing and just, no, this is a one take. That's it. Unless it's like, wow, you really can't say this. And Nobody has come to my door yet or called me yet and said, hey, you you saying what you said last show is not cool. So I'm guessing, eh, okay. I mean, granted, it helps with a few more listeners. So everybody who's new, appreciate you. Thank you kindly. And at some point. Thank you. <laughs> you sounded like a commercial. Like for soap for some reason. <laughs> Anyway, Bobby Knight died at 83. He's most known for winning three national titles and coaching the last all-college Olympic team to win a gold medal. That was back in 84, back when we sent college players to the Olympics, like the, do you believe in miracles? Yeah, that was all college players. So... That is actually one of the few things that most people don't remember him for. They remember him for more for his antics, more for his controversial moments. But he uh, he was one of those coaches that just demanded perfection. If you're not doing it right, well, he's he's not going to be soft about it. Uh, there was even one moment when he went to Texas Tech after, and I forget why he got booted or fired out of. Indianapolis, um, or Indiana, apologies to both, because I know there's a difference between Indiana and Indianapolis, maybe, sort of, covering my bases here, because, yeah, it looks like a cool place to come visit, Uh, possibly live, don't think I'm going to be there, because I think me and Pat McAfee, McCaffrey, McAfee, I don't know, 
you're going to hear that a lot in this show to where I mispronounce things because my, my brain is going to be like, that's how you pronounce it. But I'm like, I, I don't think so. But I don't think him and I could be in the same space too long or there's going to be an implosion of awesomeness, which most people would be like, that's cool. But then you can't, you can't keep getting that same reaction every time. It's like you get a reduced amount of awesomeness. Am I trying to say, hey, Pat, let's do something? Maybe. I doubt he even knows I exist. Most people don't know because when I look at how many listeners are listening, but that's okay. I'm doing this more for me than for you. Like I say on every show, this is selfish. I'm doing this for me. Speaking of things, doing it for me, the Pac-12. You Let's see, Sage. Do you remember me talking about how the Pac-12 are dissolving, basically, and only two schools are going to be left, and they filed a lawsuit saying, hey, we don't want these other 10 schools deciding what should happen to all the money that's coming to the Pac-12. Yeah, because it makes sense. They're not going to be there, so they shouldn't have a voice in it. Exactly. So, those 10 universities are going back and going, hey, we... (laughs) We want to. We're still part of the Pac-12. We should be able to decide what happens to the revenues. They literally came back to the court and said that we're leaving. But hey, for the moment, we're leaving next week. But right now, we need that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're leaving to better pastures. We're leaving you high and dry. But we still, we still want that. This is like uh, that that part in Liar Liar. Do you remember that? Uh, Jim Carrey movie? Yeah, I remember that. So at the end, where the final realization of, hey, look, the person I'm representing is is representing is terrible, and he's like, you won. Why are you trying to get child support? He's a good father, and she's like, so? It's an extra so much a month. That's what this is like, where the other 10 universities are going to get bank. Because they're going to bigger conferences that have a more solid financial structure. The two teams that are left, Oregon State and Washington State, are like, uh-uh, no, you, this is not cool. You can't do this, but that's what it's like. So it was just funny to me how those 10, te- those 10 universities came back and was like, hey, no, we should be able to be a lot. We're the one generating the revenue. It's like, then why don't you fucking stay? Damn. Which is how that's the ironic thing about this whole thing. The Pac 12 is actually having one of its best, if not the best year it's ever had. There's so many teams that are in the national spotlight because of how good they are. And yeah, that's the, this is their swan song. Moving on to something else about the NCAA. So, have you heard about the name image likeness in the NCAA? No. So, oh, for a long time, college players couldn't benefit off of their name, image, or likeness. That's why you saw video games with well-known college players on them to sell those video games, yet they didn't receive any money. All the NCAA did. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because they're student so, athletes. Student comes first. It's so like, the, there's so no the college, fucking way. So the college the basically owned first. their image? Yeah. Well, the, the NCAA did. Uh, the NCAA owned their image. And so I'm probably right about this. Now, another disclaimer. I'm going to be... I'm not 
on these things, but I'm around the area to where it's like, okay, he's he's but on the dartboard. Yeah, even if they didn't technically own them, they basically acted like they did. Yes. So just yeah. well, they we could, can make money off been of in, you, but you can't yeah. make money off of you. That is exactly right. So there's these, and right now it's the Wild West. The NCAA doesn't know how to police this because now colleges, their boosters, basically they're rich donors and the rich people who have graduated from there and uh, I never went to college. You probably went, ah, you didn't have to tell me. I knew. Um, they are now throwing money at the best players in the name of name image likeness to get them to play for their university. Hell, there's one story of an LSU kid. Again, this is a good example of like, not going to be completely correct, but I'm going to be around the area because again, uh, the more I do this, the more I'm going to be correct. So there will be improvement uh, <laughs> later on down the road <laughs> when it comes to this. Um, so they, like the player he'd signed for NIL for, uh, it, at the end of the story, he never played but pocketed millions of dollars because he was at a big university. That was just one thing. This next thing, there are these twins who, the NCAA has said you're not able to play because you violated the NIL policies. Basically, they're playing at this – you're starting to see them crop up here where they're specialized schools for the sport that they're in. So they're going to the specialized school about basketball, and they were paid for their name, image, likeness, but in the contract it states they were paid a salary, which is not – name, image, likeness, according to the NCAA. And so they said, you can't play for Chicago State University. And they came back and said, no, we should be able to. And so th the reason I bring it up is because it's going to be, this is one of those rulings when it comes out, because these both, these, both of these parties obviously need a judge to let them know what, uh, what the decision is going to be. It'll be interesting to know that reference point of like this right. is what the rule is. My thing about that that whole name image likeness is how is this going to affect the students that are going to that school? Because a lot of that money that's coming in that they're making from other students is now going to the name image likeness, which you know if you're playing you should be able to make money off your image. But the fact that colleges are going out of their way to give other students money to these athletes i can see definitely that raising the price for everybody else which is sure is but it's not i mean it's the not name it's not raising already it's not, it, yeah oh yeah it is it's not raising the prices on those because the school is not is yet it's not doing it yet <laughs> okay well i'm telling you what's happening now the boosters are the one the boosters and also companies are pay footing the bill, not the university. Oh, okay. Okay. Not the university isn't paying for it, but because okay, of sense. who is associated with the university, they're the ones currently so footing the bill. The quote unquote sponsors. Yeah, so like Nike's like, hey, we wanna be we're gonna give you two million dollars to to represent yeah, uh, so like if EA brand. takes out a college game then they have to pay for the, the name, image, and likeness of well, the Well, Yeah. Uh, well, so what they do, they, they have to pay for, I think it's currently, they have to pay for uh, the, the colleges that are in the game. 
It's because there's discussions right now of another college game coming out, but it's not going to be every single college because they're not going to pay every single college to be able to feature those athletes. They're just going to be a couple conferences probably, which okay. most gamers will be like, you know what, that's fine because we don't care about those other conferences anyway. Nobody nobody pays attention to them. Anyway, which I would say is a wrong thing to do because, and hey, holy shit, it's a good segue into this. When you have more teams in play, everybody, you get more of a, a spread out audience that will be built for decades on watching your sport, as we saw with the Texas Rangers defeating my Arizona Diamondbacks four games to one, which is great, which is fine. I, like I said at the beginning, I'm a sports fan. I was glad. I was glad. I was glad to see. Uh, Marriage. Mary. Yes, thank you. I was about to bring up Spaceballs. Oh, they don't make those movies anymore, which sucks. I'm hoping that the pendulum starts to swing to the point where it's like, hey, we can make fun of ourselves. We can have a good time. Um, I'm glad we. I'm. I'm glad that uh, I have a copy. I don't know. I was about to say we as if I I knew what your library is like, but because you said marriage, I would think you would have it, right? I do. I have awesome. it. That awesome. One <laughs> and uh, the Princess Bride. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody want a peanut? Oh, that dude. So, <laughs> so what was interesting about him is because he was so large, that's all anybody ever talked about, which the dude... I don't, I don't know person, personality-wise or whatnot, but he had one. He could talk about other things. He wasn't just this massive human, but everybody just went, that's all they talked to him about, they, or that's all they referenced. He's a big guy. It's like, okay, well, is he, is he a good conversationalist? Does he know world politics? What else does he know? It's like, if you just keep bringing up the physical aspects of somebody, which, hey, newsflash for everybody out there who's going, oh, they're ugly, or, oh, I'm too pretty to be outside. Uh, that's really why I hide my face. I'm too pretty for y'all. Is you don't get a choice. Like we said earlier with your Build-A-Bear, fate doesn't give you a choice on what you look like or what you're going to be. That's already predetermined. Now, yes, you can find somebody to slice and dice you up, but that's really that really ain't that really ain't you. And also, I have a conspiracy theory. Well, it's a short one, but I think plastic surgeons are providing those individuals who want it with terrible surgery so that it can it shows everybody, look, you don't want this. You don't want to be changed. Actually, the conspiracy theory is the government hang on, let me keep painting. Let, <laughs> let me cook. Let him cook, as they now say. Painting, is... cooking, building, all, all the same thing. <laughs> Creativity in the in, in a soup bowl. <laughs> is we're not talking about English food. Um is they the plastic surgeons are paid by the government so that those individuals who are and I like I'm just making this up really I am but it I'm, it's going to be plausible it is it will be plausible so they are paid by the government to royally fuck up the face of an influencer or a celebrity hang on hang the fuck on I'm gonna know about your <laughs> There's so many shut things up. wrong with shut up this. shut up okay. 
is. <laughs> I won't mute you. <laughs> I have the power. Um, <laughs> so the government is paying plastic surgeons to royally fuck up the faces of celebrities and influencers to show them that they shouldn't do this so that the the image recognition software that is being implemented around the world or around in the that database makes perfect sense because the database Mary Chase throws off yes. facial recognition. See? I told I you. see what you mean. <laughs> Let him cook. I told you. Let him cook. Told you. <laughs> Fucking sitting here going, no, I can't understand. It's because you're looking at the painting so close. You have a zoom lens on the painting. Back the fuck up. Oh, my God. It's a pretty little mountain with happy clouds. Yes. Yes. Did I watch a lot of Bob Ross? No. But, hey, he's one of those pillars of, is that the reason we have a problem so much in our societies? Because we don't have that direct example of, Ever since Steve Irwin died, have we had, and other than his kids, but it's kind of, I would say. Yeah, the, the uh, Laverne, oh, Brain, Reading Rainbow Dude. Oh, well, he's, he's he didn't die. He didn't, no, he didn't die. He said, have we had anyone since? No, but he's been around yeah, he has since then. I'm saying like the new generation of the Mr. Rogers, the Steve Irwins, the Bob Rosses, that example of, hey, look, I could care less what you look like, where you came from, you're human, I want to enjoy your company. Mm-hmm. We haven't had anybody like that. Again, it's just because they're old doesn't mean they should be part of our... Dolly was around, she came up in the 70s. That doesn't mean we don't admire her. No, I'm not. I'm not. Jesus Christ, you are not getting what I'm talking I'm about. I'm not getting what you're talking about. Like, at so, all. the new generation of Dolly Parton, the new generation of the Mr. Rogers that can be around for 20 years, influencing and showing the right way to interact with humans. I don't think there's that example. And with no, Steve Irwin's not, not kids, as... hang on, hang on. And with Steve Irwin's kids, I don't think they're going to achieve the same level as their dad did. And I don't, I don't expect you to get this reference. I don't, but okay. I think they're, they are getting the attention more like Dale Earnhardt Jr. did after his dad died, where it's like all the admiration that they had for the father is being passed off to the kids because of they, it was so sudden, they don't know. It's like, we didn't get to see you gracefully go off into the sunset. We saw you quickly and and uh, and and shockingly in both of those instances doing what they loved. Dale Earnhardt died while racing, and Steve Irwin. I don't know about Dale Hart Jr. because I didn't really follow his. But for the, I think the Irwin children, I I think they've come into their own. They're they're very okay. But but really, realistically, think if Steve Irwin was still alive. Maybe that would have been it. Maybe he would have shown us the the transition from because he would have brought his kids along. I think a lot of it too is because of how much different media is now. Right now, before it used to be guided mostly by television. Um, certain mm, okay. like, certain certain people would stick we out had as must see TV and yeah. all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's uh, a lot of it is on demand, so you don't have it as much. So a lot of it is still. 
back from before Netflix and on demand, and and it it was the things that were mostly mass produced for viewership. Now a lot, now almost everything is mass produced. You can mass produce. We're doing it right now. We're producing our own show for consumption of a large audience. Although all three of you, thank you. No, no, we have way more than that. <laughs> We Thank need you. two hands to show how many <laughs> official listeners, but... I have this many. You're short enough hands. <laughs> One of these days, I'll be able to use my feet. Uh, but again, I do this show mainly so that I'm knowledgeable about what's going on in the world. And I have a voice to do that. I have the technical acumen. Right. Just, yeah, like there's not... I mean, sir, I mean, currently, the people that are considered quote-unquote influential and on and on mostly good terms would be uh people like mr beast or taylor eh, swift eh, or eh. It, you know, it just depends like no that at people, the level of who i just named no definitely fuck no and that's what i'm saying there's not we don't really have anyone like that. we don't which is why i was saying earlier that i think that could be why a lot of the are the the generation after us or the generation after after us? Fuck, I don't know what I'm part of. Um, but the current kids are basically doing the whole, we welcome Armageddon, here's a Fortnite dance. <laughs> Pretty much where we were like, holy shit, we're getting presented with movies the year 2000 and like LA is being split off like an escape to LA or Demolition Man, which is one of the most underrated action movies of all time because because just like with batman it's not the hero that is awesome it's the villain if the but villain it, can it, make you laugh one thing you are bringing up about that is our it's like our generation had all of these things to look forward to and, uh, it's, and now, like, the new generation is like, eh, we better... There's like, nothing to look forward we, to. Yeah, there's we better so make much... the best of it now. <laughs> so we've got these superheroes movies that are happening now, and all of these cool things that are happening now, and mm. the future is something that will eventually happen. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, who knows? Maybe this could be just that little bit of some... What I would like, what I really... <laughs> would like is if there was somebody in the royal family and i could care less which tribe it's from just somebody in a white cloth uh over in the middle east would listen and go you know what because i have ideas when people bring up the whole you couldn't spend a billion dollars i'm like fuck yeah i can because when they ask that question most people go could i spend it on myself i'm like no you don't spend it on yourself you spend it on sustainability and I know we were trying, <laughs> we were trying to go through. And hey, your first time listener, this is exactly the disorderly show. We started talking about sports, completely went off a different direction. But yeah, we're going to get back to it because I have a few other things I want to talk about. But um, I, so my idea, my billion dollar idea to correct things is: so how do things get changed anywhere? In the world. Very slowly. <laughs> uh, I didn't say the timeline. Money. No. Doing things. No. YouTube. Think about it. What? What? 
<laughs> no, that's how you get canceled. Uh, no, it's Twitter. Is it Twitter? And yes, I'm not calling it the other fucking letter of the alphabet. It's Twitter. Because until we start saying he deleted, or I'm sorry, <clears throat> they deleted their ex. Because, yeah, that it is with this whole thing about, hey, you need to, not you need to, but you yeah, need it with the inclusion of people. It's true. It's not just a. It's not just a he she. But also remember, for those of you who identify as those other as I, those other things, that well, you have. You said would they, you? They, it was because you're saying multiple people. I don't know right. why you're going into the explanation. Because here. it's a good way. Because the why why do TikTok trends become trends? Because they are rapid. And in your face, they have you see them consistently. So when I'm able to bring up other points of view to help everybody out in the show, it's a consistent way for them to get in their subconscious and thus changing and helping elevate their thinking. Just like how last show I was trying to elevate the criminal element in our country. Yeah, that's trying. <laughs> I'm doing that for other people when I bring this up. That's why I'm doing it. So, when... What the fuck was I talking about? Sports. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. You are failing at your job, Sage. You need to have an assistant right down. I need, a, I need an assistant. Actually, I was, I was actually told by somebody who said that a great visual would be... Because uh, you know in some of those shorts that are happening now, which I'm so surprised at the attention. Maybe, oh, maybe that's why we're not having so much of a, well, I don't expect there to be a massive following yet because really haven't, I mean, this is the sixth fucking show. It's like I don't see things really jumping off until there's a slew of shows because people who want to invest in your show want to see that you can actually put in the time and effort to do it. So they're not going to be like, six show, here's a ton of money. They're going to be like, you know, let's see what you can do. But when you look at those shorts and you see it's a split video of the actual video you should be listening to, but then some fucking game that I don't know what it is. What are you, having a headache over there? What's the problem? I was itching my nose, oh, thank you. Okay, Sorry, I've seen, that, I've seen that look before of just the pinching of where the the nose meets the forehead. No, I have that feeling. You know that feeling when you get when you have to sneeze, but you can't. Oh. So, like if I picture right there. Achoo, like, bless you, bless you, bless you. <laughs> kind of. So it's kind of like an, a weird itch. So like gotcha. picture right okay. there, it just makes it go away. And see, this is or also why I hide behind a microphone because if I'm talking to somebody like this, I can read facial cues, and most of them are like, "Shut the fuck up! Why? Why? Stop!" But I have a, I'm a big component of saying what you mean, but also not leaving a conversation until they know what you meant. So I will stay on and harp on something until they get it. So that way when they replay, when they ask, hey, Face, what did he say? What did he say? Well, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm not a fucking dog. What is it, boy? What is it? <laughs> Timmy went down the well again? It's like, why the fuck do you have a well? You don't need a well. Anyway. How many wells does Timmy have to fall down before you get them? That's Timmy's job is to find out those <laughs> those unoccupied, those abandoned wells. Um, when somebody recalls what I said, I want them to be able to be accurate. So that's why I'll harp on it. And that's why trends are, they stick with you. But 
surprisingly, they go away real quick until you go, hey, remember this? You're like, oh, yeah. That's also why I bring stuff up during the week because there's some things that have happened during the week that Monday you're like, what the fuck? And then by Friday, completely forgotten about it. But let me get through these other sports news just real quick because there's a lot more things I want to get to. The Springboks in rugby won their fourth World Cup title, so great job to them. Australia has withdrawn its bid for the 2034 Men's World Cup, leaving only Saudi Arabia as the leading contender. What a shocker. Nobody, Saudi Arabia paid off everybody. Come on. <laughs> they did. That's why I'm bringing this up, because nobody else bid for the one of the largest tournaments in the fucking world, which by now, which is, I think, a cool idea is multiple countries going in on it instead of just one country footing the bill and build, building all those stadiums and shit, that it's going to be shown in multiple countries. I like that idea. But for only one country, and it's a country that is trying to change their fucking image, Australia got a nice check. They did. That There's no other way uh, that they would say, cool, we're going to bow out. Um, so they're going to also, so instead, they're going to bid for the 2029 FIFA Club World Cup and the 2026 Women's Asian Cup. And this is a name I'm not going to get right, so I've already told you not going to get it right. Max Verstappen. And if I did get that right, then it's just my talent. Has broken the record for the most wins in a season. And this is for Formula One, by the way. I know for some of you are going like, Formula One, what the fuck is that? It's one of the biggest racing. It's Formula One and NASCAR. Now, those are the two biggest racing things in the world. So it's Formula, it's NASCAR in the U.S. and Formula One elsewhere in the country. Basically, you have American football and then you have soccer around the world. Okay. That's how you can make this equation. But he was able to break the record for the most wins in a season at the Mexico City Grand Prix, surpassing the great Michael Schumacher's win percentage from 2004. So that's all I wanted to bring up. That's what happened this week. I know a lot more shit happened, like trades and shit, but I really don't care about that. I, the trades are – this is not a sports talk show. This is a talk-about-whatever-you-want show. And with that, we're going to, what do you want to move on to? Actually, you know what? I like this. I'm going to give it up to you, Sage. So here, here's our Jeopardy topics. We have wild news. We have military news. We have world news. Good news. And we have U.S. news or what I call, actually, you know what? We'll go into this first. <laughs> you have no choice. I have no choice. You have no choice. Oh, I'm starting. I really wanted to hear the wild news. <laughs> you will. You will. We'll bring that up. We have, we have close to another hour. Um, and for those of you who are just listening or wondering, yes, we will still, one thing we do on the show is we read out the citation of a Medal of Honor recipient because I want to use this platform not only, actually, yeah, that, that, that falls under the umbrella of me learning about what happened, what's happening in the world as well as an excuse to have all this fucking equipment to be able to do this. And people have told me, you have a radio voice. And every single time they've said that, they have never said, you would look good on a YouTube video, which is why you see an image of the Disorderly Show and not a recording of this. Because if you were to watch me do this, you would not listen to the words I was saying, but what I was doing, and... <sighs> that's why Trump gets away with a lot of what he does. What? 
nothing so, to do with what we're talking about. I know. That's the fucking show. Are, are you not entertained or are you not into trains? Okay. Let me know. <laughs> it's like, are you new here? This is a, fu- this is a sick show. You, did you, the one you missed, the show that you missed. The show that I missed must have explained Are you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to go back. You didn't even listen to the show you missed? I may or may not have. Fucking pleading the fifth on this show. <laughs> so anyway, first news is a segment where I uh, really just want to get this out of the way to let you know about it. So this is just just quick stories just to be like, hey, before we dive into some other things, you need to know about this. The FDA has issued a warning to avoid using certain over-the-counter eye drops linked to potential infection risks that could lead to blindness. Now, this affects products by six companies, including CVS Health and Target. Inspectors found unsanitary conditions at their at the manufacturing facilities. Not saying CVS and Health and Target, they have their own, but they probably outsource to other facilities to say, hey, make this for us and slap our fucking logo on it. So although no injuries have been reported, recalls have been suggested and previously, an outbreak involving different eye drops caused serious infections in the U.S. So, for those of you doing that, as of this recording on 11-3-2023, don't buy that shit. And the U.S. Supreme Court is set to address key cases about social media and free speech. So, they're going to focus on whether public officials can block people on social media. They're going to look at some Texas and Florida laws that prevent social media platforms from banning users for their political views, even if they violate the guidelines, and a case accusing the Biden administration officials for promoting censorship through their interactions with social media companies regarding misinformation. Now, that last one has a temporary injunction to where or the that it's been it's been lifted temporarily to where the Biden administration can chit chat basically which is a the presidential administration because it's not going to be just the biden administration that's going to do this whoever gets in uh the white house after him if it's him if it's not whoever the presidential administration is going to be allowed to continue or not continue this so just to say it's going to be the biden one is not really a true representation of what this is going to affect it's not just this one it's going to be future ones because once you've obtained kind of like when your local state or national government has raised taxes temporarily and i'm doing the quotes even though george carlin wouldn't want me to temporarily the, for the long term <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, After they've raised them, what a shocker. They stay in place. They never go back to the previous level. So to say it was just this administration that's affected is disingenuous. It's going to be once they've obtained that power, they're going to keep that power. Um, So those are the things that are going to be occurring and uh, actually, there's some news coming out of the Supreme Court. They're also looking at, actually, you know what? We'll dive into that a bit later because that's a bigger topic about guns. And who knows if we get to it or not. Can't promise it because uh, there's a lot of things to talk about. And if we get to it, great. If not, oh, well. Sage. Okay. Yeah. So with that, now that's out of the way, we got the U.S. news. We got good news, world news. 
Military news or wild news? Which one do you want to go with? Wild news, Space. For a thousand. Uh Cool. Wild news. Here we go. So, you've probably heard a former Delta Airlines pilot is being charged with threatening to shoot his captain. Oh, sorry. What? During a flight. So, they're flying, and this former, he's former, at the time he was employed, but (laughs) obviously. Threatening to kill your coworker is uh, terms for termina- <laughs> termination. I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, during a flight, uh, because he opposed diverting the plane for a sick passenger. So somebody got sick of the plane, sick enough to where the captain's like, fuck, we got to land this plane. And the co-pilot went, you're not landing this plane. I'm going to fucking kill you if you do so. Now, you could say, like, what? well, like, what, choke him out? No. He was allowed to carry a firearm into the cockpit. Yeah, aren't, aren't the, the pilots allowed to? They, well, well, I'm they, pretty sure they won't after this. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sitting there going, like, they shouldn't be allowed to anyway because there should be, because right now the door is, once it's shut, it's shut. doesn't matter if one person goes through and murders everybody, that, that door's not getting open and the plane's going to fucking land. And, yes, if you think a door can get opened at 40,000 feet, you don't know physics. Ooh, speaking of, I watched a recent YouTube video about nuclear plants and waste. Totally different than what I knew. Yeah? It's actually one of the safest things You're going to have to send me that there. link. It's uh, Kyle Hill. Kyle Hill? Yeah. I know that in general... It is, but then there are the explosions that can happen. There's also the waste management. Well, the waste part was interesting because he showed that as well. Because this is he went to a nuclear power plant that was public, that was privately, <laughs> privately funded. So this was private funds, not public funds, that built this. And he kissed the tank that was holding the waste to just show how safe it is. Yeah. The- so he kissed the outside of it, which, I mean, it's supposed to be because you're supposed to be able to transport it, but... No, it's not transported. It's right there. It's on a slab. I'll show you. The, yeah, I'll send you yeah, the video so that you you're, video. so you could be educated on this. And exactly. most of us need to be as well because for the energy output that we would get from it and the waste standpoint, it's like it's a no-brainer, but because of... Of how long it takes for it to deteriorate, I think. There's that, but also the stigma around it, which I've always went... There shouldn't be because if France has a shitload more of nuclear power plants than anybody else in the world, and they're fine. I mean, yeah, but I mean, look at the when the power plants melt down or crack well, or anything. That's, the, the fallout for it is not that great. So. When was the last time that happened? Uh, was it? It was actually in our generation. The 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 Japan one. Was it Japan? China? Oh, Fukushima? Yeah, thank you. Well, that was Japanese, not American. Yeah, Japan. I thought so. It's power plant. (laughs) Well, no, but that was also because, hey, that was also because of extreme climate, which is not happening. (laughs) Extreme climate, you say. They put put that fucking thing on the edge viewing the ocean, I think. I'm not going to look that up, but I I might look it up. But I'm not going to look it up now. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm right. These other plants are situated on rivers, so not so much concerned about the climate change and a just if there's and a really fucking good, tsunami. It'll just go downstream, right. nothing to worry about. No, well that's yeah, but they've they learned what 
from Three Mile Island of what to build and what to do. And Three Mile Island basically was nobody knew what the blinking lights were doing. <laughs> well, that would be important. <laughs> yes, it would. It would. Anyway. <laughs> like, hey, Bob, why is that light blinking? I know, George. It, it, it's blinking. I, I oh, know. so only white people can handle a nuclear power plant. I can't believe well, it. it's for that's, every I know. Tom, Dick, and LaShonda. I mean, anybody can... Actually, you need to change that. It needs to be uh, Tom, Jorge, and LaShonda. Okay, sorry. It's for every Tom, Jorge, and LaShonda. It's, yeah. And if you think an Asian's going to do that, hell no, they're going to be a doctor. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywho, it's a great it's a it's a great educator on what actually happens at a nuclear power plant. So. Anywho, but it does it for us to even get up to that point of needing it. It takes a long fucking time for building, planning, all of that stuff. So back to the former. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was that. So my thing was with him is why the fuck are you having pilots being allowed to carry a gun into the cockpit anyway? We have so many examples of our previous generation, though baby boomer generations going off the fucking rails with guns. Now, granted, I don't think that's what happened in, in Maine. I think it was a younger guy. But there's been more and more older fucks that have. That's fine. You can hit the mic. That's fine. Nobody cares. Nobody's, um, you know, the, the quality. The qu- it's, it, you're dropping shit, kicking shit. What is the problem over there? You My can't get situated? My coordination is not coordinating uh. today. <laughs> this is non-existent. Okay. Um, so I don't think that the pilots or even co-pilots, should have weapons in the cockpit. Because if the door's never going to get open, and let's say, oh, I don't know, the co-pilot goes fucking nuts and has a gun, they can do whatever they want in there. And they don't need to have a high-caliber weapon in there at all. You take a twenty-two, that's not going to penetrate the hole? Probably. Don't quote me on that. But, you know, that'd be funny, is that they some uh, gun YouTube channel hears this and be like, hey, here's a... F- we, we went and got... We went to the boneyard... Of a, of of planes, planes, took a cockpit and we shot through it to see which calibers would pierce it, and I yeah, would be I like, would definitely be interested. Like, if you do that, tag me. That would be, I would love to. See <laughs> me that. too. Be like, hey, we got this from the Disorderly Show. Face Radio was able to tell us again. He gives us ideas. Be um, safe. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I actually wouldn't want to know. I would like keep that on the download because then it would be like, hey, if. Uh, I can cause a depressurization. I wouldn't think a twenty-two would pierce it. You no, know, I, I, uh, didn't they do like an experiment where they shot at certain areas while up and and it didn't depressurize? I've got to find that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I will probably look it up. I'm probably wrong, but I will look it up. <laughs> Not right now, but I will look it up. Hey, everybody! Uh, you know, take Sage's word. Here's some, uh, here's some, actually, you know what? I'm going to get into this other type of goodish wild story. Then we'll go into some, like, what the fuck stories. Um, a Chinese company has received a type certificate for the world's first pilotless electrical vertical takeoff and landing taxi called an eVTOL. An eVTOL. Nope. Yeah, so okay. basically, no pilot. You get in, it takes off like a Harrier jet, takes you to your destination, and lands. And it's made in China. 
You getting in that fucking thing? There's a lot of things that are made in China that we use. <laughs> so Yeah, that I, we have to constantly I buy. I don't think I'd, I'd get in the first iteration or the first generation, <laughs> maybe like the 10th. Get after. me in the one that's made by Germany. I will be safer in the one made by Germans. It, it, hey, that might be on the 10th generation. Just pointing that out. <laughs> Fine, but just we're already we're already starting to get into that future we all saw when we were younger. It eventually catches up. It eventually. What are you from the future? Do you know what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Bad transition. Ah, uh, so here's some terrible wild news because I hate talking about. I hate talking about children who are taken advantage of sexually. It is not something I look out for, but it's 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 this show is not going to shy away from the tough discussions and things that happen in the news. This one is where a social worker has been charged with sexually abusing a 13 year old client. What? Once that happened, she went back to the family and threatened the boy's mother. What? Saying. Okay. It, for those who don't already know, that is. We should, for those, I think we should start doing like trigger warning. Oh, fuck that. No, we're not. I, we're not. No, we're not. I think so. Well, because that could be pretty Is it your show? No. We're not softening the language. We're not doing fact, trigger it's warnings. It's not softening the language. Yes, it, it is. is. No, it is. It can, it can be very distressing for some listeners. So I. Well, I want them to get help. That's, that's not helping them. That's actually triggering them and making it worse. So I don't think that's a softening of language as much as, hey, this is what's coming up. We're still going to say it because we're not changing the verbiage. So, okay, so what's what's the point of a trigger warning? The trigger warning? Yeah. Saying, hey, if you are sensitive to these types of subjects, either skip ahead or stop listening. May Okay. Now this is this is this is exactly why I have you on because if I was just doing this by myself, totally went went right into this and explained what had occurred, what had happened. Um, yeah, there's no way we're getting all these fucking stories. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, so back to the story. Okay, the... all right. Maybe I've heard trigger warning as a different way, or I've seen it expressed differently to where I had an aversion to it. Um, to where I, it was... I think it's used more often now for dumb things versus to what it originally uh, was. So, uh, but like when, yeah, if we're gonna use it, we're not gonna be doing for wait, dumb things. We, I invite you. you. I invite you. Let's make that clear. This is the disorderly show with face for radio. Okay, well, when you're doing the show... I know, some people are like, you're, you're an ass. It's like, it's my show, though. Sage does not do anything but bring their voice to the show. So when you, you do 99% of the work and you want them to get 50% of the credit, fuck you. It's not going to happen. Okay, well, when I'm on the show, it's a we, so, but... <laughs> Because they're both voicing here. But I see what you're saying. The point is, when it's used on this show, it's not going to be like, trigger warning, ice cream dropped. No, it's going to be actually something that is legitimate. Like, hey, this could be triggering for you. You can either 
Um, okay, well then, so why I, shouldn't I, I said trigger warning for the airline things? Because if anybody listening in New, in New York is now being like, you know what, I don't want to fucking fly. There's two stories this week of people going nuts on the flight. Why don't I say trigger warning there? This is the problem I have with that: is that everything could be a trigger warning. You open that That's, door. Well, I mean, if you're going for just people that are distressed about flying, that I'm not going for anybody particular. Warning, just those that want to listen to the show. That's fine, but for certain things as sexual abuse, that I think would merit a trigger warning. What other things? That's basically the only one I can think of. Because I brought it up. Maybe severe violence. Children dying. <laughs> well, like like, like a child dying from a gun? That would probably be a trigger warning. Well, then... So then we couldn't do any stories about the summer because kids die in pools all the time. That You're totally missing the point. You're, no, I'm getting the point, but I'm also showing you how easily that door becomes used for yeah, but, other but things that's, that's, where that's people... That's where you're going back where people are using trigger warning for every everything. And I'm just saying certain things like... Abuse would, would okay. be... I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to, to fight against you with this comment this upcoming statement did you just roll your eyes at me maybe <laughs> did i already no, not I show was actually, you no i didn't actually roll my eyes at you i was actually getting my hair out of my eyeball <laughs> it, <laughs> it looked like it it looked like you're, did i not already show you that you're looking too close to the painting you, that i'm cooking right now how can you see like over that back that you have right there because i'm not short <laughs> You shorty, short, shorty. I also have my face stuck in this weird little hexagonal foam thing. Yeah, well, because we need to make sure that no one knows who you are. Because, Sage, you <laughs> are the same person. You're, <laughs> you're the same person every time. I don't have a different person in this chair every Friday or Saturday, depending on when we record. Anywho. What the fuck was I going to get to? I know it was about trigger warnings. Um, oh, it was so good, too. God damn it. Oh. So, back to the story? I, I, I really, because it was one of the... Oh, that's what it was. Okay, so... If it's a trigger warning, doesn't that perpetuate the issue? No. Be, well, let me finish. Sorry. Go ahead. Does it perpetuate the issue if they consistently run from it? And they're holding people at a... They're saying, you can't do this because I have a problem with it. No. They're not? No. Trigger warning is more like, hey, if this is... No, I'm saying for those who don't have, who don't say trigger warning. Who just go, I'm going to say this. And if there's a comment that comes back and says, hey, this this part triggered me, you shouldn't do it. Why should I adhere to them if they're not willing to work on getting past that thing that triggers them? It could be that a lot of them are trying to get past it, but it's something that's very jarring while it's happening in that specific time because you're not expecting it. So it could be somebody who's try- who's going to rehab and then someone comes in with a bunch of coke. Pretty much. Oh. 
Which is not what happened to me. Just FYI, that's not from personal experience. <laughs> most most people who go to rehab be like, "What are you talking about? That happens all the time." <laughs> when you have shitloads of money, yeah, it occurs. And also, rehab clinics. Uh, also, I have a conspiracy theory about that. Those are things that'll never, they'll never fix you, because if they fix you, kind of like the flu shot. You lose customers. You will go out of business if you fix people. Think about it. If you're in a rehab and you fix people, you have a limited clientele. Not necessarily. Why? 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 Well, for one, addiction is a very lifelong disease. It's very hard to get rid of. Yeah, lifelong, but not generational long. Oh, it can. I mean... Alcoholism has been shown to be passed down from one person to their to their I, offspring, I guess would be the best word for it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that is part of addiction, which can be passed down. So if they're not addicted to alcoholism, it could be to some other type of drug or easily addicted to certain things. But that's not everything. No, that's not everything. But what I'm getting at is if you're able to solve something, you're going to run out of business at some point. Do I think rehab centers are going to go out of business in six months? after? No. It may take decades, but at some point, you no longer have a business because you're able to solve it. Well, again, addiction is a lifelong disease, and it does have to do with a lot of uh, mental health disorders as well. So it's not like we can cure all of this all the things so as of right now the only thing we can do couldn't we i I mean it's always being worked on there's always new things don't they have to eat like sharks brains and be fine until there's some type of prion that decides to invade our brain and then now we're screwed because we're eating shark brains oh so i didn't know that things are constantly evolving it doesn't mean that it can't be cured but it doesn't mean that because you cure this, something else is not going to come and replace it. All right. So what you're saying is it'd be best to go to warn individuals when it's a sexual abuse story. Yes. Even when it's a female doing it? Yes. Okay. Because that's what happened with the social worker. Yeah. Because so, for those of you yeah. who thought it was a guy. Abuse? No. Congrats. I, I did not. When I don't know why. I, I already. I did not think it was a, a guy. I thought it was a girl because... Or female, worker? because female. M- well, most of social workers are female. There are males in that, <laughs> or, but most or, of them are. But or also because You also she said was... she somewhere in the story. Uh, well, <laughs> um, also if she's... But abuse, yeah. Because abuse, she abuse, abuse does not have a gender. It could be right. either side, and they will do it, and they will take advantage of whatever they can. Yeah, they try to find those victims. Exactly. Those they can't speak up. Um, could it also be the clue that they were allowed to go back to the family after being charged with this? It's like you were charged with sexually abusing a 13-year-old and you were still able to walk around. A guy doing that? Fuck no. Dude is... He's going to be in a special type part of the prison. Yeah. So, but yeah, for her to be able to... uh, So, the reason she was out and about because she was released on bond with specific conditions, which... Did that include don't contact us? Yeah. Please tell me she got arrested again. Oh, yeah. 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 Because she got arrested again because she went back to the family with a gun threatening them saying, your son ruined my life. It's like, you're the fucking adult. Yeah. 
How yeah, is it that a 13-year-old was able to convince you to be like, yes, it's, I can change him. I All I have to do is spread my life. It's that narcissism. Light. It's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's yeah. that, that lack of taking responsibility for themselves and their actions of stupidity. So speaking of stupidity, um, OnlyFans wouldn't be under the trigger warning thing, would you say? Because there's no sexual abuse. No, in this. I no. Uh, but apparently, again, what the fuck is going over in the Great Lakes? I know Missouri is not in the Great Lakes, but it's fucking close. <laughs> it's Missouri's one of those. Missouri's like Arkansas. You're like, oh shit, I forgot you guys were states. Uh, but then you go, hey, we have St. Louis. It's like, mm, is that really something you want to hold your hat on? Not saying St. Louis is a bad place, but. In the news more often than not because of what your police do there. And you're not really... that That's not a good recall is what I'm saying. I'm saying do better, do better, Missouri. Uh, but apparently, a teacher at the same school that another teacher got fired for because of having an OnlyFans account had an OnlyFans account. And they didn't know it. So two teachers at the same school had OnlyFans accounts to make ends meet, and they didn't know <laughs> that they had had one until one of them actually learned about it and went on the other ones but tried to make sure that the face was blurred or blocked out or whatnot. But apparently, uh, the, the persons that still watch now, that now watch the Fire Teachers OnlyFans was able to figure out that was the other teacher. And so brought that up to the school, and now guess what she's doing? All OnlyFans, because she's got bills to pay. It's like, what the fuck is going on? They're not paying teachers, and that's what's going on. To start off with, like, how much do you think teachers should start off with? To, to have them stop this, it's kind of like, how much do you pay Border Patrol so they don't get bribed? They're not easily bribed by the cartels. I, I think bribery would happen either way. There's something everybody wants. All right, so then. Debt. But well, you just said it's a price. True. I mean, but teachers, have you, if you've ever volunteered at a school, chasing around, around rugrats, teaching rugrats is. Well, that's a grade level. Very. Do a different and grade yeah. level. Have you been in high school? High schools now, apparently, I'm told, are fucking great from when I went there. I mean, amenities, yeah, but now little, I mean, now teenagers, honestly, teenagers are just, have always been an interesting age of personalities. So I think I've always teaching, found with teenagers, when I deal with them, is either... You just treat them straight up. This is how it is. And if they go, well, I want to learn more about it, like, you're not old enough yet. You learn that now. You're going to stunt your growth. But they can be jerks. Okay. So? Okay. so but you, it's okay. not that you but have to be a jerk Teaching 30 kids at a time, especially if you're in high school and you have 120 kids because you have multiple classes and you're getting paid $30,000 a year, that is not enough. Okay. That's why I asked. How much is enough? I don't know. 80000 <laughs> 80 to start? 60? Oh, uh, okay. 60, I can see. Okay. Like, right. I, the teacher should not... And what's worse is not only are they paid less, they're given less. Yeah. For those for those parents out there, they get the fucking notices saying, hey, 
your child's in my class. Here's shit I need for the classroom. It's like, God damn. Do we not? How do we know? How is it so top heavy yeah, in, in the school districts to where the administration gets paid? They make sure they get paid, but then the classrooms aren't facilitated with Crayola crown. I know the Marines it, don't I mean, eat that much. It happens everywhere. Like the Senate just literally went, no, kids can have free lunch. By the way, we're going to give ourselves a bigger allowance so that we can have free lunch. Like literally within, like, from one bill to the other. That was like, like what just happened? So, uh, it's, I might just start doing this show from an island. Maybe. <laughs> I am Maybe. an island. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you to sing. Next story. Yeah, apologies if I made anyone's ears late. Just... <laughs> You can skip right ahead. Oh, you're singing's a trigger warning. So, next story. Hearing warning. <laughs> Hearing warning. <laughs> uh, so, Florida deputies. Actually, uh, I, I have two Florida stories. Florida deputies have seized enough fentanyl that could kill 5 million people. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they only seized 10 kilograms of the drug. Wow. I didn't. I didn't realize, but apparently, yeah, fentanyl is that potent to where you know a sliver of it is like, well, okay. Hopefully, somebody has Narcan in the house. Um, the Sinaloa cartel is the one who's responsible. So, uh, I thought you were gonna say recycling for some reason. Okay, you just okay. you strung that out a little bit. So I was like, they're recycling. <laughs> okay. Anyways, responsibility. <laughs> Yeah, they were responsible. <laughs> Recycling. <laughs> Members of the Sinaloa cartel are making their money by recycling. <laughs> by recycling fentanyl. It's like, I mean, I wouldn't put it past. Jesus. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting to learn that it was like, holy shit, only 10 kilograms. And Of course, I think that number is a bit, bit much, but hell, just even that much. I wonder, hmm. Maybe an assignment for me. Maybe not. Maybe for you. How about this? I'll point it to you. Figure out if fentanyl gets in the water supply. Here I go elevating the fucking criminal line here, the baseline. But if fentanyl got in the water system, could is is that potent? Would that affect us? Would that happen? Don't know. Hey, do you need a new roof? Are you in Florida? Do you also, are you one of the few Floridians who do not have an AR-15? Well, do I have a promotion for you? There is a roofier, a roofier, <laughs> a roofer. I like that. I like that, though. A roofier. That sounds a bit more uh, distinguished. A roofing company has launched what they call the Roof and Gobble promotion, where they are offering a AR-15 rifle and a turkey with every new roof purchased in November. Now, they said the offer is going to require background checks, and uh, if they don't want the rifle, they'll get a few bucks off on the on the roof, but, yeah. Do they just have, like, an, like oh, hey, we accidentally got a shipment of... Accidentally? No. They'll, what they're doing is they're paying for the air fit. So, you have to go through the whole background. Every, so, you would go in and basically, hey, I want to buy this AR-15 but then use them, the roofing company, as the one who would purchase it for you. Which, I don't know how they skirt around that, because you're not supposed to be purchasing for 
yeah. other individuals. But so hey, the roofing company would do the background check on you. No, 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 no. No. I actually, yeah, they didn't go into it how this fucking works. Uh, but a, being Florida, I, you know, I don't think they're going to do that good of a job to, to do the background check. Well, I, I don't think anyone's going to get a functioning weapon or a weapon that would be safe to shoot. Oh, I think they will. I uh, think they'll try it out like, as soon hey, as they get it. Oh, probably, but I just, I would Before, hey, roofer, hey, roofer, hey, don't leave yet. I want to see if this thing fucking works. Just stand right there. Hold up this card. Hold up this watermelon. Balance it. Anywho, so that's all the whole news that we got so far. Um, let's move on to some military news because there's some interesting things that I want to be able to tell you guys about. First off, the Pentagon's deploying another 300 additional troops specializing in the explosive ordnance disposal and communications in the Middle East because of attacks on U.S. bases in Iraq and Syria. Yeah, that shit's been going on. So we got a few more troops going over there. A GAO report has highlighted that disability claims from reservists and National Guard members have lower approval rates compared to active duty personnel, basically because of a lack of inadequate documentation. But ironically enough... The National Guard has hit their, uh, has was closer to their enrollment numbers than the active or reserve. So go figure. But it makes sense if you're just National Guard or reservist, you don't have that paper trail as a, an active duty person would. Um, but at least there's a there's something out there. There's actually a report out there saying, yeah, this is actually happening. Uh, a commander in the Navy has been dismissed, or, I'm sorry, has been relieved of command at the Great Lakes Transaction Service Center due to a loss of confidence. Now, this center deals with payroll. <laughs> and that dude lost his job, or no, he got reassigned, basically, to another higher position, which I don't see how failing upwards helps the military. But anywho. Uh, let's see what else. Hey, this was actually pretty cool to learn. The VLM, the Veterans Legacy Memorial, has been expanded to include nearly 5 million more profiles, honoring a total of nearly 10 million veterans. So this platform allows for personalized tributes and remembrance of service member sacrifices. So you can look up these 10 million names, and if you're able to find the one that you served with, you can leave messages and say, this is how they impacted me, or here's a story that uh, that we had together when we were deployed. So I didn't, and hey, great example of why I do this show. I didn't know this fucking thing even existed. But yeah, go check out the Veterans Legacy Memorial. That's awesome. Hey, if you're in the Navy and you're a female and you get knocked up, congrats for the sex. <laughs> but the Navy has now tweaked its postpartum fitness oh you get knocked up and you have the baby um because you have to say that now because of a fucking senator who's holding up all the fucking promotions but not anymore uh the senate actually was finally some republicans were like fuck you dude we need leadership so they've actually went against him hopefully we'll talk about that later maybe possibly i don't know we only have 40 minutes left to get everything in which we're not going to unless i speed around this actually you know what i should okay now let's get this 
<laughs> no, there's no there's no coke in here. Uh, only the first. We can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we. You can't. Oh, afford as it. a show, as, as the show. show. As a Again, show. you keep trying to get involved in this. Sorry, you can't afford it. And as a show. you're you're a a contributing member, but once you start doing stuff outside for the show, then yeah. I'll, I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but again, if I'm doing majority of the work, I'm going to sit here and be like... You're I, the one that says, don't look this up, I want to hear your reaction. How do I take that? Uh, maybe you just go through and bring up... So what you could do is you could still look up stories, and you could still look up things you want to bring up. And then if I bring it up, you are able to go, ha, I remember talking about that, here's my take. Instead of going, okay, I won't touch anything. But again, if you say, don't look this up. I just explained that. I just explained that. You can look it up. I'm just not going to discuss it with you until the show. Okay. Anyways, you can't afford it. <laughs> you can't afford it? Oh, the Coke, yes. Wow. <laughs> hey. Shut shut up. I was trying to get back to like, what do you mean I can't afford? For, for what? Um, I'm not swimming in anything, but I was like, what? What? I'm holding whiskey. I'm, of course I can afford this. Um, for the Navy's postpartum fitness policy, they've abolished the wellness fitness assessment for new mothers in an effort to reduce the pressure on them and protect their privacy. So what used to be is that you would have a fitness test a year after you gave birth. Basic. Basically, that's what it was. And they've changed that to be like, yeah, no, uh, we realize that. Uh, childbirth is a massive physical thing that a woman's body goes through. And for a long period of time, you're not able to work out, especially up to military standards, even the Navy standards. So having you try to pass a fitness test a year after you've given birth when like what six months eight months after that you're pretty much not doing anything except taking care of the kid yeah it it is very taxing right so good to see good to hear they did that and oh my god you would think you would think i would try to Know this person's name, but uh, the first female Pentagon... Well, if I tried to learn their name, then everybody else's name I didn't learn would not fall in line. So, hey, if I pronounce it wrong, I pronounce it wrong. Let me know how to pronounce it later. But the first female Pentagon service chief has been admitted. The Admiral Lisa Fanchetti has been confirmed as the first female service chief at the Pentagon Signaling progress and gender representation within the military leadership roles. Additionally, high-profile confirmations for the U.S. Air Force and the Marine Corps leadership positions also have been approved by the Senate. So see, they've been able to go through and find a way to get this shit done. So that is the military news. Now let's get on to some of the world news that's been going on. Did you hear about this, Sage? Another female, another teenager. Well, the other one was a teenager, but she was a young adult. But this one was a this one was a teenager that there's been disputes on what happened on the train. 
because there's no video of it. There's only a video of her being dragged off of the train where uh, the story goes that uh, the Iranian, like, was it cops? I don't know. Because the religious police, I don't know if that's the same person. Probably. Morality free police. Yeah. Okay. They said she had she had blood pressure issues. I think that's right. Could be. Could be wrong. But basically they were saying she had f- uh, something that they didn't cause for her death. But others are saying, no, it was because she wouldn't wear the hijab. And they were trying to force her to, and then they fucking beat her, which put her into a coma. And she ended up dying. Unfortunately, um, again, over a piece of fucking clothing. I know it means more, but why, as you, as a man, are so scared of seeing a woman be a person that you were more willing to kill them rather than Swallow your cowardness and get some reason, courage. They would have to see them as a person, and then they would have to be able to take responsibility for their actions. Which means they would have to learn. They would have to be like, "Hey, I have to regulate my actions." I have to be I respectful. Have, yeah, I have to be respectful. I have to see you as somebody who could be better than me. Yeah. Which, hey, new shocker, women can be. What I don't understand how men can sit here and go. Women can't be these things. It's like, yes, they can. The way we can be. I think. Oh, good God. I'm talking and you're like. Congratulations. That's what you got me here. (laughs) You want someone to banter off of. Um, I think a lot of it is you can't say you're better than someone if you're keeping someone else down. You can't say I'm better and the best person out there if you can't allow these other half of the world to compete in the same things you are. It just. It negates the fact that you're saying that you're better than than them. Yeah. That's exactly right. Continue. Sorry to interrupt no, you and you're your not. show. <laughs> you're not. Don't say that. You're not sorry. You're, I'm you not. Wanted to, <laughs> I'm really you, not. Yeah, you're not. So don't fucking say that. Be If you want to be genuine, just be genuine. That you wanted to get that point out, get that point out. Don't, don't come back and go, hey, sorry if it upset you or if I, I jumped all over you. It's like, no, now you're being condescending. Or I could really be sorry, but I wasn't at that time. So what? At a later point? Maybe. (laughs) But not about that one. Okay. Anyways, continue with your story. Oh, thanks. You know, it's not like I don't do the show or not. Um, Do you? That is probably a lot of questions that just happened simultaneously of everybody listening. Like, do you actually do this? It sounds like you just fucking ramble. Um, Still in Iran. So uh, there was a human rights activist, and I'm not, I'm going to butcher this fucking name. Nasserin, I'm not even going to try that last name. Uh, But she's a renowned human rights activist. And she was going to the funeral for the teenager that died, and Tehran arrested her for, they, they're not really saying why. They just, she was, she was on the list of people that give them fucking problems. They found her, arrested her. She's going on a hunger strike right now, and she's got a trial set in two weeks. Um, and she's also how, um, 
for for a country that doesn't respect females, you could only imagine how well those facilities they're being housed in are. So it's just amazing to me how they're just sitting here going, how they're afraid that women can be better than them. And I've always found that I've always seen, because I'm good, not only with the voice, but also seeing patterns that when you're able to, what the fuck was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Okay. I don't know what that was. Me neither. Uh, It's my equipment going, dude, move on. Um, I've always found that when you're able to get people together that strengthen other people's weaknesses, so somebody strengthens your weaknesses, you strengthen theirs, that's when true progress and innovation and just excitement about life occurs. It's not an it's it's when you stifle that and you remove that one part of it. What a shocker! Your your society ain't going to progress as well as it did, which is. Oh, you just sit back and you, most of us that went through school don't realize that a lot of the math that we know came from the Middle East. It was developed in the Middle East. And they were, they stifled themselves basically in not being able to achieve even further much, for further much, further things in that, which you sit there and just like, why? What the fuck? And then you can get off on conspiracy theories is that this whole planet that we're on is just one big test on what on how best to control societies, uh, which could be for another show, could be a Patreon show, could be. I'm coming up with ideas. Uh, hey, if you're a Catholic, the Vatican, I don't know how to pronounce this, it's S-Y-N-O-D. What does that sound like to you? S-Y-N-O-D? Yeah. Synod? Yeah, that's what synod? I'm thinking. Synod? But basically, the synod of bishops gathered together to talk about some things, and they were supposed to come up with some clear positions on ordaining women as deacons. <laughs> I'm laughing at somebody who's just listening to that, be like, what the, f- did he, what the fuck did he just... So, I'm laughing at your reaction, which is... Like a fourth wall break? No. 16 walls. Um, And the inclusion of the LGBT community. Guess what? They didn't come up with shit. What a shocker. Um, Which I've always said with them, you can't have, you can't just place a good pope in front of everything and make people forget all the terrible things that you've done. Hell, there was a story that came out about um, Catholic priests in Spain who caused lifelong problems. Oh, is this a trigger warning thing? Mm-hmm. Would this be a trigger warning thing? Catholic priests diddling kids? Yeah. Okay. Apologies. Getting used to this. Uh, trigger warning. The If you didn't know, there's a story that came out in Spain of reportedly 200,000 people were able to say, yeah, I was molested by a priest. So it's not as if the Catholic Church, even though they have a pope that everybody likes, is able to excuse away all the shit that they did. Um, Also, speaking of the pope, he came out and said, hey, 
the the Israeli Palestinian. It's really an Israeli Hamas thing because you need to separate that. It's Hamas that's attacking Israel, not the Palestinians. Now you could say, well, the Palestinians were the Hamas people were their Palestinian groups. It's like, yeah, but they don't represent everybody or their ideals. And then you can get a big discussion about, well, no, they voted for them. It's like, well, if you're in a fucking the largest prison in the world, but we don't know how big the Uyghurs prison are is, is in China. So I would say that would be the bigger one just because of how many people are in that area. But we know the numbers in Gaza. It's a big fucking prison, basically. It's an open-air prison. And if you have somebody coming in saying, hey, we can make it better for you, you kind of go like, hey, we really have no other options here. We want to get it better. Um, the Pope came out and basically said, hey, the, really, the only way to really solve this issue is a two-state solution, like the Oslo Accords. And my thing is, yes, I agree with that. But the thing is, they can't be next to each other. You cannot have a Palestinian state and an Israeli state next to each other. You know what the buffer zone is? You create a demilitarized zone with Jerusalem right in the middle. So you extend that border all the way. I'm, I'm hoping I get this right. I'm kind of going off of my gut here. You extend it all the way from, hey, there we go, the northernmost part state to the southernmost part state, which I think is... Jordan and Saudi Arabia. I think that's right. But basically, you create this massive line between those two countries so they're not next to each other, and you have that space in between to where it's, you have, and you don't have anybody from the Middle East running Jerusalem. You have, like, Sweden or something like this, some neutral white country that has no bearing whatsoever on religion. Because those people, those are some of the most, uh, what is this? It starts with an A. Uh, Anostic? No. Atheist. That's it. That's some of the highest percentage of atheists there. So you just have them there as a UN thing or a peacekeeping thing, just making, hey, we're making sure everything's cool. You come to this, you come to this city to express your religious beliefs, cool, and head back to your respective areas. While I think that is the solution, what happens, though, Sage, I want your point of view on this. What happens when the Palestinian state attacks Israel or vice versa, and the other one takes control of the other? Are we cool now as, as, the, as the world that, okay, it's a country fighting a country and they took over? We're cool with that now instead of a country fighting a displaced people? That's an interesting question. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Cool. Something to think on. And everybody else to think on. Um, also, there's another thing in Iran. Oh, here's another one. Nargis Mohammadi. I hope I pronounced that right. She was able to express her gratitude for receiving the Nobel Peace Prize. The thing is, she's still in prison in Iran. You know how she was able to express her uh, gratitude there, Sage? Uh, she snuck out a fucking letter. Nice. Yeah, nice, but now the Iranians know she snuck a, a fucking letter out. You don't think they're going to try to shore up? Oh, I'm sure they will, but like, I, just, I like, think it's pretty badass. 
It's badass for the person not in this, not mentioned in the story, the True. one who was able to carry it out and sneak it out and get it done. So, um, God, there's just there, that's another reason. Like you wouldn't, with everything going on with Israel and Hamas and the Ukrainian war and what's happening over here, you don't hear about these things. These things get kind of under the rug. So we're moving away from that and into, you know what? Let's uh, let's go into some good news, shall we? As we got some time left. So the Biden administration, they're proposing new regulations to ensure that retirement plan providers are acting in the best interest of their clients. You would think, wait, they're not? No, they're not. They would push these retirees into plans that offer them higher commissions. And so the Biden administration is like, hey, look, um, no, that that ain't cool. Because uh, we recently learned there was a, oh, what state was it? Like Mid-East, something like that? Anyway, uh, there was a, they've, they've oh, it was three realtor companies, like residential um, companies where they find them like a billion so are, not find them, but found them guilty of basically charging higher commissions than they should have. And yeah, so what a shocker. People are trying to find a way to get as much money as they can. Um, but it's cool that they at least were able to, they're trying to implement higher standards for advising on the asset rollovers and trying to crack down on those hidden fees, aiming to protect the $779 billion of annual retirement plan rollovers. So that was cool to hear. MIT is introducing a course where students will be able to uh, mediate and dispute related clean energy projects. So basically a class on when they go, hey, we should do something clean energy, they'll be able to have practice on refuting the claims by everybody else that has been pushed by media-esque companies. I don't want to call them media because they're, they're talking heads. They're talking point people. They're not reporters. They have some reporters on their shows, but it's mainly people pushing an idea or an ideal. And so I found this kind of interesting that MIT is like, you know what? We're going to create a class to, to be able to respond to these things. Because when you're smart and you have a solution for something and somebody who is not smart comes to you with some ignorant question, but they have a passion behind that statement or question, if you're not able to answer it in a way to be able to convince them, then you look like you don't know what you're talking about. And that person who has no idea what they're talking about, but has passion behind what they're saying, is seen as the, is seen as the smarter person. So MIT going through and going like, hey, we've got a class that's going to be able to teach you how to refute and talk about these things. Canadian Solar Incorporated is investing $800 million in a new solar panel factory in Indiana. See, Indiana? I knew I liked one or I had an idea about visiting you because you're going to be creating 1,200 jobs because of this. So awesome should be done around 2025. Hey, did you ever think, Sage, about uh, growing, oh, I don't know, some organs in space? No, <laughs> that is a. I thought that was a good setup. Um, and guess who did it? The Japanese. They grew mouse embryos on the International Space Station. 
Interesting. Zero and, gravity. And they're so what they're doing is they grew it in there. They're bringing it back home and throwing it into mice to see, okay, what's going to be the result that pops out. Okay. Did they share any theories on on? Nope. Uh, just no. Yeah. It was just more of like, holy shit, we were able to get this done. Everything up there showed like it should. There was no abnormalities, no uh, unforeseen things to where yes. so. Okay, so regular cell cell growth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now the hope is, once they see everything, once they see the embryos born, they'll be able to go. Okay, what's the results? Because what they're trying to see, and which is what we should all be heading towards. Um, as a society, as a world, like we can see other planets. Like we know the shit's out there. Why are we not actively trying to go out to these other places? Honestly, like that is the coolest fucking thing to do instead of being here on this. I mean, this blue ball is awesome and the things we're able to do, but why can't we focus our goal and going elsewhere? So part of this study or part of this experiment is to see, okay, if we had long trips to like the moons of Jupiter, could we have kids in space? Would that affect anything? In space. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to call it. When you said that, for some reason, my brain just said in space. <laughs> and speaking of space, the NASA astronaut T.K. Mattingly, who you may not know, but you will know when I mention he's the astronaut that didn't get to go on the Apollo 13 mission and had to stay behind. And it was his work at home that was able to help save the crew when that, when that catastrophe occurred. Okay, cool. So he passed away. Oh, Uh here, look at this. I'm saying Bobby Knight died, but this astronaut, maybe that's because I hold a better reverence for astronauts than I do college basketball but yeah, I, I should be consistent i guess uh, i don't know but his i would say his contributions were way better than bobby knight's i'll say that i'll say that maybe that <laughs> if you have a better contribution to society i'll soften my language for you um let's see anything else um oh nasa uh it's lucy spacecraft has i'm not going to pronounce this asteroid correctly dinkish d-e no (laughs) d-i why i started with d-e i don't know d-i-n-k-i-n-e-s-h dinkinish that sound right i have to look at the word that okay sounds very what they found what lucy's the spacecraft found on this asteroid there's a little moon Orbiting the asteroid. What? Yes. Why is that so cool? <laughs> that is so entertaining to me. I love yeah, it. Yeah, like a little. There's something orbiting the fucking asteroid. Yeah. So I thought that would be cool to bring up to be all like, um, what? No, that that is not what I expected on an asteroid. Which also, um, maybe this is a clue to what NASA is not telling us that they know there's an asteroid out there with a big-ass moon, and there's they, they calculated there's going to be a collision with something else, which is going to dislodge the gravitational pull of that moon and thus 
headed towards our moon, which then our moon's going to crash into us, which then is, you know. That has to be a really big moon, but for something I'm just, to I'm, keep it that. I'm doing a it, hyperbole with the NASA thing because NASA and, doesn't and have the budget to look. Science. <laughs> NASA doesn't have the budget. The gravitational pull that comet would have to have for a big-ass moon to go around. Well, okay, not really, because if you were able to have something going fast enough to where it, oh, hey, maybe, uh, oh, what the fuck is this? I can't believe, I can't think of his name right now. Um, the one guy? The, the science guy. The, the guy. Bill Nye? No, not Bill Nye, no. <laughs> Sorry, you said the science yeah, guy. Yeah, I know it said science guy. The, the astrophysicist. Oh, uh, 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 Neil deGrasse Tyson? Thank you. Thank you. Maybe at some point he'll listen to this and calculate and he'll tweet out because it's fucking Twitter um, how fast something has to be going at a certain speed. Well, how fa- yeah, that makes sense. I'm restating the same thing. How fast something has to be going to hit the moon to dislodge it and thus crash into us. I think that would be a fun thing for him to tweet out. And at some point, hey, just tag the disorderly show so I know you fucking did it. And I can be like, hey. But then you're going to be like, face, you don't have the disorderly show on Twitter yet. I know. It's taking some time. Like I said, I'm the only one fucking doing this. Um, So it's taking time. It's the sixth show. Progress is being made. I'd rather the show get good than spend all the time trying to do everything social media-wise to then go, uh, hey, Listen to the show and everyone listen and a bigger audience. For those of you who have been listening, like Ashburn and the Belgians, the Belgians, <laughs> Brussels, I mean, uh, I appreciate you continuing to be avid listeners. Uh, but when there's a much bigger audience, because if you have a lot of people coming in, you, that can make or break your show. But again, it's not that I want that validation. It's more I want the money. That's it. I want the money to be able to do this more often than just once a week. Pretty much. It's a selfish thing. But someone who wasn't selfish, and we're going to transition into our Medal of Honor recipient tonight, was Major Patrick Henry Brady. So the reason I do this, as I stated earlier in the show, is I want these names to be as prevalent in the societal conversation as anybody who entertains us. At least to be able to bring up the name to be, oh, yeah, didn't they do this to win the medal? The highest fucking award we have because of the selflessness they did in in wars that no matter what their political affiliation or, or anything, they still went, which I learned about with the Vietnam War, there was more volunteers than those that got drafted, though you wouldn't think that by the amount of movies and documentation that kind of that showed more of that. Um, I certainly took that as, hey, there was more people who were forced into this war than volunteered. Nope, not the case. So with Major Patrick Henry Brady, his highest rank he ever made was Major General. It was in the U.S. Army. Uh, fought in the Vietnam War, and the Medal of Honor action date occurred on January 6th, 1968. And I'm pulling this from the Congressional Medal of Honor Society website, and I'm reading verbatim the citation that was given to him. 
for conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity in action at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, Major Brady distinguished himself while serving in the Republic of Vietnam, commanding a UH-1H ambulance helicopter, volunteered to rescue wounded men from a site in enemy-held territory, which was reported to be heavily defended and to be blanketed by fog. To reach the site, he descended through heavy fog and smoke and hovered slowly along a valley trail, turning his ship sideward to blow away the fog, with the backwash coming from his rotor blades. Despite the unchallenged, close-range enemy fire, he found the dangerously small site where he successfully landed and evacuated two badly wounded South Vietnamese soldiers. He was then called to another area, completely covered by dense fog, where American casualties lay only 50 meters from the enemy. Two aircraft had previously been shot down, and others had made unsuccessful attempts to reach the site earlier in the day. With unmatched skill and extraordinary courage, Major Brady made four flights to this embattled landing zone and successfully rescued all of the wounded. On his third mission of the day, Major Brady once again landed at the site surrounded by the enemy. The friendly ground force pinned down by enemy fire had been unable to reach and secure the landing zone. Although his aircraft had been badly damaged and his controls partially shot away during his initial entry into this area, he returned minutes later and rescued the remaining injured. Shortly thereafter, obtaining a replacement aircraft, Major Brady was requested to land in an enemy minefield where a platoon of American soldiers were trapped. A mine detonated near his helicopter, wounding two crew members and damaging his ship. In spite of this, he managed to fly six severely injured patients to medical aid. Throughout the day, Major Brady utilized three helicopters to evacuate a total of 51 seriously wounded men, many of whom would have perished without prompt medical treatment. Major Brady's bravery was in the highest traditions of the military service and reflects great credit upon himself and the U.S. Army. We've read a few so far, obviously, six Medal of Honor recipients on the show, and we'll continue to do so. And once we get to the end of the list, we will repeat what is there, because these, I feel, are some of the best examples that we can have reminders of as Americans of what it truly is to be an American, to where you're not looking at anything else about the person, just that they're an American and you want to achieve the best that you can. If you can't achieve something more than somebody else, that doesn't mean you're less. That just means this is where, at for whatever area that is, that's where you excel in. But guess what? Like we were saying earlier, Sage, about Build-A-Bear. Yes. See, I always come back to what we're talking about. You will excel in another area that they won't. And it's when we all come together and we strengthen each other's weaknesses that we achieve great things, that we're able to look at certain challenges and go, nope, or instead of, let me try this again, 
instead of other countries going, nope, we can't do this. We go, oh, hell yeah, let's get this done. And we don't see political ideology. We don't see identification. We don't see other things that we seem to focus on nowadays. We go, hey, you're good at this. What should we do? You're good at this. What should we do? And we start to collaborate. We start to find the best of those things, and we're able to achieve. I mean, there have been examples in America of the things we've been able to achieve, and maybe it's because we don't have a Mr. Rogers. Maybe that's it. Sage, do you think I'll be that I that I'll become the new Mr. Rogers for this generation? No? Okay, no, fine. So. Why? Why? Because I cuss? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> well, maybe that's who I am, though. If I cuss, I, I wonder that's <laughs> if anybody who met him changed up their demeanor because of the respect they had for him. I wonder. I don't know. What are you doing? Oh. You couldn't, you couldn't wait? We got like a few minutes left in the show. You couldn't wait to do that? No. Oh, obvious, because you got up and, and did that. So <laughs> that's why I like you, Sage. You're not one of just, hey, can I? You're going, I'm, I'm going to do this. This is what's going to happen. I appreciate that, because I'm, mm, I'm not the easiest person to get along with. No. Fuck you. <laughs> in the most... Sincere way. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. Come, don't go to HR. That was not a. That was not a <laughs> thing. That was uh, fucking damn it. Wait, we have an HR. <laughs> no, I am HR. Ha! I'll just spin in my chair. Um, appreciate everybody listening again to the Disorderly Show. Face for Radio here with you with Sage, and I would say our most is it conscientious our most conscientious our headbutting or most yeah. growing show growing oh fuck here i am going hour and the whole yeah. show i've been going <laughs> it's mine it's this whole show i've been going daffy duck and now at the end i'm like hey you know hey we're just like, not that bad sounding is it fucking <laughs> oh thank you God. for listening we appreciate it yes yes i do now because i got to end the show selfishly. I found that's the best way to end this show is where it's all about me. It's mine, mine, mine. I'm going to knock you down in the hole so you can go to Albuquerque, which is where everybody wants to go. Thanks for listening. Good night. Fucking, no, I'm the one who ends the show. You do not get the last word. Oh, oh see, this is what I love about Sage. They are actually leaving the studio. They're like, okay, yeah, we're done. You want to be the fucking ass that wants to just end the show by yourself? You will end the show by yourself. And well, it's just that thing of like, I'm it's it's my show. I've done all the work. I've what I've found is, and you can you could sit there and be like, well, Sage, well, fucking face. Why do you have Sage on? I found I do better when I'm able to bounce ideas, when I'm able to talk to somebody instead of just here by myself thinking, yes, everything I'm thinking of is the best thing or acting like uh, my own uh, devil's advocate. Why I'm thinking of uh, 
a great ass. I don't know if you can remember that that actor. I, for some reason now I can't <laughs> I can't think of it. But uh, fucking what was his name? Oh, if you remember the quote, it's from a quote. It's 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 from a quote. It's from a movie, uh, and it's from Heat. And for some god awful reason, not not god. Well, it's god awful because I can't think of it. Uh, we didn't get to a lot of the stories that I wanted to. Maybe we'll get to them next week. But do appreciate you listening to the Disorderly Show. It's my show. It's mine, 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 mine. mine.